Welcome to the 60 Plus Podcast. I'm Janet. I'm Joe. What are we talking about today, Janet? Well, we're going to start busting out some of these myths about being 60 plus. We've talked to people about what they are or what we perceive them to be. And there's one that keeps on coming up again and again. What's that? The myth is once you hit 60, you're not interested in sex anymore. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's a perception, and, and maybe this is just females, that men think that women are less interested in sex after they turn 60. I don't know if it's true the other way around. What do you think? I'll put a pin in that for a second. Remember, we're talking about men. That might hurt. We don't know what women want when we're 30 or 40 or 50 or 60. It does, we don't know. We just don't know. So saying what, whether they're interested in sex after 60, we didn't know if they were interested when we were 25. We didn't. Well, there is some differences physically, okay. right? When you're Correct. 20, I mean, your hormones are bouncing off the walls. Obviously, when you're But doesn't that older, happen when you're 60, too? Aren't there different hormones bouncing off the walls? Right, but I don't know if they're the same ones. No, I don't think they are. I mean, there may be a physical, scientific basis for parts of this myth. But I think if we're just talking about desire that women lose their desire for sex after they turn 60. I would say that that's pure myth, that if I look at myself, that I'm certainly not in that camp. What about your friends? Do you, do you talk about it with your friends? Well, you know, we don't kiss and tell, you know, type of people. But well, no, yeah, I mean, that's what, where this thing came up, was talking to my friends about that. Just like dating, too. A guy will perceive that you're a certain age, and then they kind of find out that you're over 60, and maybe they're thinking that it's not going to be as exciting as they thought it was going to be. Now, is that a bad perception that I have or that's been created? That's where the myth comes in. I think men might have the same concern. There might be concerns that men can't perform as well. Well, and yeah, maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's easier for a guy to say, well, they're over 60. And like, if I date a woman over 60, she's not going to want to have sex. That's kind of an easy out. I don't know. Are we looking for an easy out? I mean, it, 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 don't, we all, don't we all have goals involved here that, I mean, let's assume that. Yes, but there's a range of them. Right? There's a range of goals, right? Correct. When it re- when, as it relates to sex. So do your goals change after you're 60 as it relates to sex? Well, when you're younger, I think a lot of time, when, when you get a little more serious about dating and whatnot, I think you're looking for a life partner, whether it be marriage or a, Or a relationship you're just looking of- to rip each other's clothes off. Well, I said when you're getting more serious. Right. That's, that's the range right there, yeah. right? But when you're older, maybe you're just interested in having companionship and, and affection. And maybe it's less about the act of sex and more about the level of intimacy that you're looking for. Agreed. Agreed. I think that's a, I think that's a good way to look at it. So what can we do to dispel the myth? Well, first, I want to go on record that <laughs> everybody I know who's over 60 still likes to have sex. So I thought you didn't kiss and tell. I mean, <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about with your friends? Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, there's also ERT, right? Hormone or HRT or whatever it is, hormone replacement therapy. Okay. You, hear, you know about that? I, I, 
vaguely familiar with it, but I don't know. Right. So if a woman's taking hormones, I mean, there's that aspect of it. Again, back to the science and the the physical science. Why would she be taking hormones? Does that relate to menopause? Well, when you get older and you're postmenopausal, you lose your uh, estrogen, right? You lose your happy hormones. I think they also are related to sex drive. Is that why a woman might be taking hormone replacement therapy? I don't take that, so I I don't really know. But I guess it can be recommended for one reason or another. What I'm suggesting here is that there is a physical aspect to this, right? And there may be some manifestations of getting older where you do lose your sex drive. I mean, it's the same thing with men. They lose their testosterone. I don't know that you lose your sex drive. It's diminished, maybe. Yeah. For, and, and everybody is different. Yeah. But, so I think we're talking in generalities here. Yes, we are. And that's really hard. It is. But that's the physical aspect. What about the more... Emotional and... Exactly. And the connection the, the and softer the closeness kind of, yep. and the romance and the intimacy and the touch and all of that. What level of hormones are required... <laughs> To want the benefits of those things. Would the old expression, fake it till you make it, come into play here? <laughs> are we actually busting this myth? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. No, but we're, I think we're kind of exposing something. <laughs> yes. I'm making air quotes. Exposing. Very, very. Oh, no. <laughs> not air in quotes. the studio. We air are not quotes. exposing in the studio. No. I want to go on record here. Is it getting warm in here? <laughs> yeah. Woo. Maybe we should dim the lights after all. Uh, I suggested that, and you said you put the kibosh on that. <laughs> So I'm looking at a website. What is this website? It's a healthcare website, and it talks about some of the myths of sex in older people. One of the myths is older adults don't find each other attractive. <gasps> I don't think it's true. Ah, uh, I don't think it's well, true. Well, again, you know, what is the definition of attraction, right? There's that first look attraction, and there's the attraction that can develop over time. And as a matter of fact, I remember reading something about this. You know that first glimpse love, Love right? at first sight. Love kind at of, first yeah. sight. It's very, you know, I think that's passionate. A myth. And, I think that's a myth. Well, it's real in the sense of back to the science of it, right? There is this surge of... Like dopamine. And, yeah, yeah, all this stuff. You know, all these hormones that go, you know, crazy. And you think you're like falling madly in love. And... That level, however, is not sustainable. No, it's not. And what they found was that if you are just mildly attracted to somebody, but then you grow close through other means, personality, intimacy, relationship, trust, respect, whatever all those great things are, humor, having fun, what all those wonderful things about relationships, is that you can reach that same level slowly. It's a slow build. And that is sustainable. Agreed. So attraction then becomes something that can be lifelong because you're always going to be attracted to that inner light, if you will. And the outside shell is really less important. When you're older and you're single, mm-hmm. 60 plus and you're single, how do you meet people? If, you, if you're interested in having an intimate relationship, what do you do about it? Well, I think that's a separate podcast, but it is. What I'm interested in is let's say, let's hop to you have met someone. Okay. And now at 60 plus, are the rules of the road different? 
when do you make that leap? If what I was just saying is true, where it's a slow build can be just as powerful as that initial, I want to rip your clothes off. When do you make that transition? But is it different because you're 60 plus? I, I don't was, know. I don't, I don't know either. I'm only recently 60 plus well, <laughs> in the last couple of years. We don't even want to really admit that. No, I'm kidding. No, I, I don't care. <laughs> I love being 60 plus. But I think that if you've been with someone for a very long time and you're no longer with someone for whatever reason, it's hard to understand there was a relationship before perhaps and now there is not and you, you're trying to develop relationships with other people that are different. How do you read signals? We're all out of practice. I'm out of practice. I don't know. Well, I understand it. like it's riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> When you haven't been dating or developing a relationship with someone else for a very long time, you know, you might need training wheels to carry the metaphor forward. Right. Or back to a tricycle. Or back to a tricycle. <laughs> Wear a helmet. <laughs> uh, yeah. So- I, don't, I, I don't really know what the answer is. I think that it is an individual choice, clearly. I think that both women and men are all going to be representative of that range of possibilities from, yeah, just I'm going to have a series of one night stands, whatever. I'm 60 plus. I'm still sexually active to I'm waiting to have another meaningful relationship because my last one took time, right? It took time to build. It's TikTok. You know, how, how do we expedite this? When do we expedite this? If it's a range, what is the sort of average view of that navigating this for the first time again at 60 plus? Everybody's different, right? Mm -hmm. So I find that I'm more capable of, and it's not evident right this moment, but being more articulate and, and asking questions and having deeper discussions with people. Yes, I have favorite questions like, what's your relationship like with your mother? Okay. Do you really ask people that? (laughs) No, do you? Well, I might not ask it directly, but you listen about that. What what do you learn from that question? Oh, just what the the relationship is with, I mean, that's the first woman in your life, right? An important woman in your life. Okay. God, I can remember going on a date and the guy was just talking about how much he hated his mother. And I'm like, okay, I think it's time to go. You know, like, hmm. But I think that that's a really important and, and vice versa, right? What's what was your relationship like with your father? Um, that's the first person in your life of the opposite sex, and I think it's kind of a revealing could be a revealing question. But I don't know. There's other revealing questions. When was the last time you had sex? That would be a that good would be a very revealing <laughs> question. <laughs> okay, so wait a minute. So I want to get back. Uh- <laughs> Hold on, time out because I don't want you to ask that question. What was in that article you were referring to? You started to talk about what this article was saying about the myths of having sex. All right. So this is, it's from byramhealthcare.com, the eight most common myths about sex and aging. Uh, Myth number one, Mm -hmm. women lose interest in sex as they age. See, this is what I'm talking about. Well, it's a myth. Right. I think that menopause can be confusing for men. Mm-hmm. They don't understand now, it. Now, listen, if you think it's confusing for men, huh? Well, uh, it is confusing. 
It is confusing because there are crazy things that are happening and you don't necessarily understand that it's your hormones that are changing drastically and can harm your sex life. Okay. Thankfully, it's not forever. Hopefully. Yeah. And I think men I know are more sensitive to women's emotions and where they're coming from and how they're feeling than they may have been when they were 25. Let's mm, hope. Again, from the sample of men I know, I, I think it's a, it's a relatively common kind of maturity that we reach. Right. Where, you know, when. So, assuming somebody matures. Assuming. And their per- emotional intelligence goes up. So, if a woman is postmenopausal, they may make assumptions that aren't necessarily true because they don't understand what menopause is. They don't right. understand the changes that a woman has gone through. Kind of mysterious to women too, maybe. Yeah, you're not yourself. And you we think, should... oh my God, I'm going to be like this. You know. Well, and again, varying degrees, right? Some women, I talk to a lot of women about this actually. Some women sail right through it, never have a hot flash, never even know it happened. And it's just like one day, you know, you're postmenopausal. And, and aunt whose glasses would steam up, like literally her glasses steamed up. Yeah. I mean, oh my God, you could f- like feel like your head is on fire. I've had other women say that they think that it led to their divorce. Really? Yeah. That they they were having such a tough time and there was no, as you say, understanding. And just they really think that that was a factor. So again, it can go to extremes. So what's the other myth? Well, article? I think this leads us to something that maybe we should talk about in a future episode is maybe we all need to understand menopause more. I don't understand it. I don't understand what I have a general Yeah, I think that's the 50 plus podcast, but... <laughs> but, well, <laughs> but you're postmenopausal at 60 yeah, plus. Yeah, and yeah. That, there's one thing that most people don't understand. You're perimenopausal and then there is this moment in time when you're menopausal. And then... Once you haven't had your period in a year, then you're postmenopausal. Okay. That's just terminology. But, it is. But the point is, is that in a certain, at a certain time, you're postmenopausal, then your symptoms are going to start to hopefully wane. But I remember talking to a woman who was like having hot flashes when she was 80 years old. Oh, my goodness. So again, it can really differ. I assume that's true for men, too, in this whole idea of diminishing sex drive and testosterone levels. I'm sure that that can differ from animal to animal. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you, you just said a word that kind of struck me, and maybe, maybe we need to kind of reframe this. You said symptoms. That's not a good word to use, I don't think. It's, it's changes, but symptoms imply some kind of disorder. No, not necessarily. It's, no? It, maybe symptoms isn't the right word, but what, what are you potentially experiencing? Is okay. that a symptom? I don't know. Okay. A symptom of um, hormonal loss, you know, is basically what we're talking about, right? All right. So, Myth number two from ByramHealthCare.com. After 50, men can no longer perform. A myth. Gosh, yeah. At 50. Gee. No. That's really going low. It's really, go- yeah. And it's not true for many men, but for some men it is true. Yeah, yeah. And there are things that you can do about that. There, there are medications and maybe 
you just have a different kind of sexual relationship. Well, that's the other thing, right? What's the definition of sex? Uh, myth number three, having sex can be dangerous when you're older. What? Um, well, okay, so yeah, I kind of scratched well, my If you like fall thing. down the staircase when you're doing it. <laughs> Stay In away from stairwell? open staircases. <laughs> I think that's a good rule of thumb when you're 25, too. Uh, all right, so if you don't get regular exercise, is strenuous sexual activity oh, oh, dangerous? Oh, 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 you're going to have a heart attack. Well, that happens, I guess. Okay, well, but you know, you know, a lot of people say, you know, hard attack go on the pickleball court too. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. So don't have sex on the pickleball court. Mm-hmm. So, but it's not true. And again, this leads to something else. Get out and get some exercise. Do something to have regular. When you want to be sexually active, you should have a regular exercise program. And don't do it in an open staircase or on a pickleball court. <laughs> Um, all right, myth number four, back to menopause. After menopause, women don't get aroused. I not hope this true. is not true. I hope this is not totally true. Totally not true. Okay. But it might not be the red hot kind of passion for some I mean, women. how much does it take? I don't know. How much does it take? <laughs> you're aroused, you're aroused, okay. you know? Let's move forward. Okay. <laughs> so we're just busting myths, like just saying it's not true and that's all. That's all we have to say. All right. Um, <laughs> Take it from us. And we already... We already <laughs> we're going to get the explicit rating on this podcast. I know, right? Ooh, how exciting. <laughs> uh, we already talked about this. Older adults don't find each other attractive. I think that's not true. No. I, I certainly don't Absolutely think it's 100%. true. Absolutely 100%. I will say, and I hope this doesn't come across the wrong way, Uh-oh. but no, but what I find attractive has changed. Well, again, I think it comes more from the inside. I hate to be, you know. No, I absolutely agree with that. And again, I think at least among men I know who are more mature than they were at 25, including myself, you look for that where maybe when you're 25, you're you're not looking. You don't really care. You don't really care. You just want what you want and... Well, it's enough. more about the physical and, and less about the All right, spiritual. so myth number six, I don't know if this really applies to this podcast. Adults in nursing homes should avoid sex. I, we're not at that stage. At okay, well, that's going to be the 70-plus podcast. Yes. I think, well, there's a whole thing about there's like, sexually transmitted diseases in, in, in nursing homes, yes, right? Yes, yes. And from what I understand, too, because women outlive men, there's the, the ratio of women to men. Yeah, 10 and, to 1. <laughs> So, so men are very highly sought after in, in some nursing homes. I think Something some to look forward are, to, Joe. <laughs> if I make it that far. All right, I'm not going to talk about myth number seven. And older adults don't have time for sex. What? Is, what? No, what is that? I don't even understand why that's a thing. If anything, we have more time for sex. Well, that's what they said. In fact, at a certain age, it seems like all we have is time. And it doesn't take hours out of the day, so there's no reason to associate age with inability to schedule sex. I think scheduled sex is fine, but unscheduled sex is pretty good, too. I think it's better. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But, you know, if, if you are pressed for time, you know, you can... Schedule. I, I, I can pencil you in. I can you in for 12, 17 to... After my nap <laughs> and uh, before dinner. All right. So, have we busted myths? or have we? Just I don't know. I really myths? feel like we have. So, bottom line is... 60-plus people are still interested in sex. They still find each other attractive. They still should have sex if that's what they want to do. But I know people... But we can redefine what sex is. We can redefine what attraction is. We can redefine everything. 
about it. And again, we're talking in generalities. Yes, of course. And it varies individual to individual. I've, I've known people in their 30s and they just weren't interested in sex. That's okay for them. It's not okay for me, but it's okay for them. Yeah. And, you know, again, I think this also gets to cultural trends and isolation, you know, the isolation that we've experienced through the pandemic, through online activity, um, rather than person to person, skin to skin, touch to touch. That's important, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Why? That it's in person? No, no, the skin to skin kind of contact is, is important. I think Again, there's some science behind that. You know, I remember reading this article about when your child would hurt themselves and you'd kiss their boo-boo. Mm-hmm. Well, there's something that's emitted through the lips that actually does heal. Really? Yeah. So that's maybe why Sorry, kissing... Kids, that I never kissed your boo-boos. <laughs> but that may be why kissing always feels so good. So there's science behind this, there is right? Science behind we're humans. It. We ha- we're, we're meant we're, to be we're, we're, we're connected. We're animals of a sort. Yes, we are definitely animals, and we're meant to to be close. To, to that, that's how we survived, right? We're, we're social and and we, procreation, and you know we had to for the survival of the species. Well, at sixty that's plus, we're inherent. not we're not helping with the survival of the species. <laughs> it's just we're it, just trying to survive. <laughs> so, so that that, that brings something to mind. Does that change women's perception of sex where there's no fear of pregnancy, for instance? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to worry about pregnancy. You don't have to worry about a lot of things. Such as? (laughs) Pregnancy is a big one. So I can remember when I went through menopause and I wrote this little thing about, okay, am I still a woman? What is the definition of a woman if are we just meant to be this vessel for children? So, yeah, you don't have to worry about that, and that's great. Again, this is an individual thing. What do you worry about? I guess if you're living in a nursing home, you have to worry about venereal disease. <laughs> if you're interviewing nursing homes for, for a loved one... Um, ask the check question. the policies. Yeah, check the policies. <laughs> All right, we've busted a bunch of myths. I think we may have risen some questions for people that they may want to answer for themselves. Yeah, and of course, you should always feel free to respond to these episodes. Give us, give us your feedback, you know, your thoughts, your, your ideas about this. And all you have to do is contact us at 60plusPodcast.com. At gmail.com. It's 60plusPodcast spelled, spelled out, out uh, because you can't use a plus sign in there. And tell us what you think about this. And if we've busted any myths, if we raise any questions for you that you hadn't thought about, or if you have some thoughts on... Or our stories. Or if you just we think love we're stories. wrong. Yeah, you can tell us that too. We're not too sensitive. All right. So anyway, I think it's a great subject. I'm glad we had this opportunity to talk about sex. How about you, Joe? Were you? I was like talking about sex. (laughs) It's in my top three subjects to talk about. Good. Food food is another, and I can't think of the third. So we may be talking about this again. No, I hope. (laughs) So yes, that will be our. That was our first myth. We've got other myths that we want to bust. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, going forward. So I think we're going to try to do this once a month. We're going to have like a myth that we're going to bust. So that's the other thing that people should write in about. If they have a particular myth that drives them crazy, and we can spend some time busting it, we'd be happy to do that. So please. 6060pluspodcasts spelled out at gmail.com. What's a myth that, that you've heard about, concerned about being 60 plus, that you'd like us to bust? And, or confirm, even. So um, send your emails along, and we'll talk to you next time. All right. Take care.